Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. It leads me to a question, October 17th. Packers-Bears, any idea who's going to be there? Anybody who's going to be quarterbacking in the number 12 jersey? Yeah, I don't know, B.A., let's see. How about about September 12th then? Will you go for that one? What's that one? <laughs> that would be the, the opener against the Saints. Oh. All cheesers oh. resort rejoice. Yeah, I don't know, B.A., we'll see. Okay. I know you're a Milwaukee guy. I know. Aaron, everybody is on their toes. They want to know, man. They want to know. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just having a good time out here with Tom. I'm trying to talk to him about it. He's going to keep playing or not, you know? <laughs> the best. Yeah, that sound you hear in the background. Uh, Rick Spielman was actually part of the match broadcast, just laughing in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, boys, welcome to Daily Vikings Entertainment. Purple Daily, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgat, executive producer Declan Goff, presented by our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. We'll get into Vikings predictions and football predictions as part of Write That Down. A Judd Zolgad camp story we're going to unveil some some uh, fun camp stories with training camp on the horizon but i know i know that you guys judd for sure uh glued to that aaron Rodgers, tom brady phil mickelson bryson dechambeau deal yesterday it was super fun and aaron Rodgers is a pretty damn good golfer but he just he just seems so peaceful and zen he's been working on his mental health all off season he played coy again when asked if he's going to play for the packers at one point tom brady goes he was, you know, taking a jab at Rodgers and saying something like, you know, I'm just trying to scout my opponents here. You know, Aaron Rodgers is the leader of the Packers, I think. Yeah, the, the Brady stuff. The Brady trolling now. The best part about Brady being away from Belichick is not the, the Super Bowl in Tampa. It's the freedom he now feels to talk. And it's yes. hilarious because he is a smart-ass galore. And we finally get that now. Like, he doesn't hold back now. Dude, last year he did this last summer too. You know, basically during you know during the pandemic, he just signed with Tampa and he hadn't had any workouts with Tampa yet. And so he's and he's probably nervous because he's going to play for a new team for the first time in twenty years. And so he was a little uptight during the match last summer and he didn't play as well. Yep. And this time he's just like, woo, yep. He's, you know, probably does like white claw and a half buzz on. There he's trash talking. He's feeling good. He's got another ring. He's been to ten Super Bowls. It's amazing. The, the thing that strikes me about Rogers is this. He looks to me like somebody who has come to a very peaceful resolution that he might not play football. 
He just looks like he. Wow. You, so you think I think this might, might just be a premature, up? premature write that down here. Hey, I, feel yeah. free to withhold this for another five minutes. But do you think he might not play ever again? He, you know what? I think he will. But he looks like he's at peace if he doesn't. Um, I just think he, he's competitive and he's a very smart guy. But I think he has because of things like Jeopardy, right? Because he's got an interests that go well beyond football. Like I think Brady's football. Like I think he just loves football. He loves to play. Favre did too. Football. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Like watch him now, and he's got the long hair. I love the hair. And he's Good. and and he's come. You know, like like you said, Phil. He's talked about his mental health, which love is a very unfootbally football thing. This strikes me as a guy who has come to a a decision in life of if I don't play, I don't play. And I don't think he ever puts on a Packer jersey again. I really don't. The other thing that's hilarious, and Brett Brett Favre was much more Wisconsin than Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers is very California. You know, he's he talks differently. You know, Favre talked differently, too. But I think like if 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 the southeast part of the country could adopt one state north of the Mason-Dixon line, it would probably be Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Um, So they sort of fit well. But the but the funniest thing is. That state and that small town, for as passionate as they can love their star players, whatever it is about that environment, and I've got my guesses, it drives people crazy who play there too long. Like Brett Favre was like every other year he was wanting to retire and he was going batty. And Aaron Rodgers is like having a mental breakdown and just needs to get away from you know, all human communication. So congratulations, Green Bay. You've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two of the top five or ten best to ever do it for the last 30 years, and you've driven them both crazy. I'd ra- I guess, I self-awareness alert, I'd rather have yep. that problem than the yep. problem the Vikings have had over that 30-year stretch, but it's still hilarious to watch it's what's great. happening. Well, and Favre, Favre flat out went from being this, oh, he can play in the cold, right? He's Brett Favre, he can play in the cold, and he was terrible. By the end, he hated the cold, and that, that was crystal clear. Uh, I think you're right. I think Rogers is just a different cat and I think he wants to go, go home and play if he possibly can. But I really believe if they tell him tomorrow, dude, it's done. You'll get the jeopardy job, right? Cause I mean, he's going to get opportunity to do some cool stuff. I think he'd be at peace with it. I just don't think football drives him. I think he's competitive. Yeah. I think competition drives him, but you know, Favre was driven by football. That's what, that's what he had. That was, his I life. think I th- I think one more take on this and then like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I have more where this came from in the write that down predictions. Mm. We can get to those, but I think Aaron Rodgers still absolutely wants to play football, but I don't think he wants to play football for that organization anymore. And if only there were a team somewhere in the NFL that, you know, had a track record of adopting star quarterbacks toward the end of their career, sometimes even from the Packers and welcoming them with open arms and, uh, and a, and a soft fun landing and a fling for one season. I don't know. I can't think no. of a team that would maybe be you mean a team that might allow Aaron to stick it to his former team <laughs> who he feels sort of betrayed him. Maybe twice. I don't know. Maybe twice in the same season. I don't know who that we'll is. Well, uh, we can keep dreaming. Uh, let's get to the write that down portion of today's proceedings here. Declan, if you would, most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. 
All right, every week we put our careers and reputations on the line because we, for whatever reason we haven't figured out, put completion percentages next to our predictions. All right, we keep track statistically of how often we are right and wrong. Uh, we do it uh, on Mackie and Judd every single week. We've been doing it for about six years, and we just introduced in the early part of this year a football-centric version of Write That Down. Three Vikings or football-related predictions each week from everybody. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of, like I said, completion percentage and touchdowns. And uh, listeners, if, if you guys want to be guest listener predictors on the show, um, just send us a message through the Score North app right on that homepage. You can tap on feedback and then send a note a quick message to Declan or myself, and uh, we'll get back to you and we'll get you scheduled. So John actually is our guest listener predictor today. He had a scheduling conflict, so he sent in his uh, pre-recorded versions so that we can't trash talk him back. So we'll mm-hmm. get to those mm-hmm. in just a minute here. Uh, but boys, uh, there's not much coming off the board in terms of an accountability session these days because there's nothing happening in football. But rest assured, once the season starts and even once camp starts, we're going to have stuff flying off the board these accountability sessions are going to be uh, very shameful for all of us. So for now, I've just got some highlighted predictions that are still on the board for all of us. If you guys are down for that. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, Judd, you at one point predicted Anthony Barr has played his last game as a Viking. And you might figure, well, why didn't you guys take that off the board? He restructured his contract, his old contract. And so now he has a new contract with the Vikings, Judd. And, um, no you know, you should take this on the board. <laughs> well, what you're basically rooting for here is if Anthony Barr suffers some sort of an injury in training camp and doesn't play a game for the Vikings, that's the only way that you would get this prediction correct. Yeah. And so we have to leave it on the board until he actually plays uh, in game. week one. It's football. It's a very dangerous sport. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I, hopefully you're not rooting for that. but Of course I, I'm not. I know how your I mean, Achille- uh, evil brain works and write you that know, down. Achilles can tear in practice. That's all I'm going to say. I'm <laughs> Who's not the guy that blew that? out both of those? Was it Greg Child that blew yes. both of his knees on one oh, play? Yes. Yeah, in Mankato at that uh, night scrimmage. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the patella tendon and both knees ruptured. Uh, I said Aaron Rodgers will be named full-time host of Jeopardy by the end of 2021. I am still very firmly standing behind that. Uh, did I see that Sanjay Gupta, the uh, medical guy from CNN, was hosting Jeopardy at some point like last week? So, like, Probably. if that's the competition, it's like Aaron Rodgers or like the medical talking head from one of the news networks. Like, I think Rodgers right. has an inside. There's track a bunch of there, there's like five candidates, right? Because Who are the other ones? Is Ken Jennings in the mix? Ken Jennings. Yeah. In fact, the last time I saw a list of favorites, Ken Jennings, I think, was first and Rodgers was second. But an See, act, I, but um, Blossom Blossom got involved. What Blossom? They, like from the from my, like a the the thirty year old TV show? Yeah, because she's uh she's like a porn star. No, she's got a she's an, an actress now. She's on. Blossom. She had a Fox show. Uh, it's it's my uh, Bialik, my Bialik. Yeah, that's Blossom, and she had a. Fox. That's really going to hook the younger audience. She had a Fox show, but, but, really but, get people but she's got like a degree in it. I, she's like a doctor. She's got a doctorate. So she's a it's very really, smart really person and she's an actress. Why anyway, you know this information too, by the way. Dude, I read a lot Clearly. of like Us Magazine. I'm big on pop culture. <laughs> oh, I love pop culture. Are you kidding? Oh my God. Like, I don't like, uh, like, I love it. Like, Lord I don't us. keep up with The Bachelor and stuff, but like, 
Celebrity stuff? Oh, Dude, you know what you I'm need in. right now? You need your man card back. You need to go to Brainerd International Raceway, Judd. All right, this is this is an intervention for Judd right okay, now. Drive. Put down Us Magazine. Put down all those little gossipy magazines and uh, get out a full weekend of live racing with the Trans Am Series, July 16th through 18th. It's the second annual Jed Copham Memorial Race. Uh, this is It's a blast. If you guys have never been to Brainerd International Raceway, um, it's a great time. It's a great time to get out and see some live racing. Uh, tickets and camping packages available now at BIRMN.com. BIRMN.com. Dot com. And I'm going to guess that they probably don't have a stack of Judd's favorite gossip they have people? celebrity magazine. No. No, Judd, they, they do not. All right, whatever. No. no. Uh, the listeners said, Tony said, in a Purple Daily episode between weeks one and five, there will be a single episode where Mackie <laughs> and Judd use the word philosophy five times or more. I love so I would that. guess that if, if this happens... <laughs> Um, are we going to be frustrated with like the Vikings offensive philosophy and Mike Zimmer's yeah, lack philosophical of modern standpoint, philosophy, which I like to use a lot. I mean, because you got a lot of philosophical thought processes in uh, football. Yeah. Actually, that's another question. This is a very specific. Yeah. So he says the word philosophy, I say philosophical. philosophic, it's an iteration of philosophy. Ah. Does it count? I think we'd have to count it if he nailed I'd that. Count it any iteration. Yeah, I'd count it for him. I like it. Philosophical? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd count it. I think any iteration of philosophy should count. Okay. Okay. Like, we're not looking to punish the listeners. Just well, us. Yeah. We only hold ourselves super accountable. Some might argue we're punishing the listeners every day by blabbing for 30 minutes about uh, the Vikings. But, I consider it a uh, Declan, you've got Sean Mannion uh, not being the Vikings active backup. Yep. Week one of the NFL season. I now, I don't think he has signed with anyone. He has not. So is it possible that if, like, Jake Browning is a train wreck and Kellen Mond is just too inexperienced, could they have the, the Sean Mannion bat signal, whatever oh that looks God. like, Please don't. sometime during the middle of preseason? Is that a flashlight? Please don't. Like, what, what's the what's something, bat what, What's something signal? smaller than a flashlight? The white flag. But, I mean, you're, they're just waving <laughs> a white <laughs> flag on the hey. top of MSP's airport hey, tower. Sean, just, just, oh, my here. God. Help us, please. You guys are so mean. Small sample size. We haven't seen enough of Sean Mannion for oh, you to, to make a judgment like that. We all saw enough of Sean Mannion. Yeah. That man has a family. Okay. De- Declan speaks for me. I, I don't, so yeah. So uh, with that, the uh, the statistics are the same as they were last week. Judd, 37% completions. Declan, 34. I'm at 28. Listeners, 27. Uh, Judd and Declan, no touchdowns at all this season. We're halfway we're through waiting. the year. I have five, and listeners... We're just, well, nothing's coming off that, the board right now, so old, I'm not uh, gonna. That old Cam Newton play sixty commercial. I'm just warming up my arm. I'm just, I'm just yeah. waiting. I'm just waiting until week one of the season. Oh, then yeah. and all the Drew okay. Lock and all you the other what? touchdowns that I'm throwing to come on through my it's, young Jeezy moves. I'm ready to go. It's not fair to criticize us when nothing is coming off the board. So, like, what well, do you mean? We just had two football players play golf yesterday. You could have made it. You could have made a prediction. It's, it's, it could be anything loosely football related. Right, You're but there won't be touchdowns. But there won't be touchdowns. But there won't be touchdowns. And the math. We'll just wait. We'll just wait. Don't I don't I, trust the match. Then I know what we're doing. I don't trust the match. Write that down. All right. So uh, uh-huh. here's what we're going to do. So so John has sent in his pre-recorded prediction. So uh, we'll start with John, and then we'll go Judd, Declan, and then back to myself. Again, they just must be even loosely football-related, uh, or they can be hardcore football-related. It's totally up to you guys. So, Dex, how do you want to set this up? Did John yeah. just send in, like, is 
Is he just like on a selfie cam or what's he doing? Yep, little selfie cam, uh, sent in one big video, and then there's three separate clips here. One on, I'll just tease it, one on the offensive line, one on the quarterbacks, and one involving Phil Mackey as well. Oh, wow. We will okay. start with this one. Hey, what's up, Score North? Apologies for not being able to make a day. My uh, things got kind of moved around to my work. Client meeting got moved up, so wanted to get you my three write-that-down predictions. Uh, starting off first, uh, my uh, Minnesota Vikings, their offensive line will not finish in the top half of the end-of-year uh, 2021 season rankings by pro football focus. And they usually rank them all the way up 132. I do not think they will be in the top half of that, just with two rookies on board. I love how pro football focus has become as mainstream as like Madden rankings. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that they, you know, 10 years ago, it was like, who are these nerds breaking down video? And, and all of the teams and coaches would make fun of them. And now all of those same teams and coaches are literally paying like tens of thousands of dollars a year for PFF to consult with their front offices. And they, and, and they, they still just get mad. The mainstream thing. Coaches still get mad. That's my favorite thing. It's like you employ them now. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that left tackle You rankings. can't trust those rankings. Well, they just made a roster decision based on them this offseason. So, I don't know, man. Uh, All right. I like it. Judd, your first prediction. All right. Dalvin Cook will lead the NFL in rushing yards this coming season. Hmm. Whoa, dude. Dalvin Cook will. Well, the past two years, he has played in 14 of the 16 games each year. So I feel like we're getting a little bit like he's still banged up and still gets hurt, which most backs do. But I feel like we're getting past the point of him missing extensive time. So hopefully for his sake, he can stay healthy. And he's going to, I I mean, keep in mind, he's going to carry the ball a ton. It's a 17-game season now, which might be good or bad. But I'm going with this is the year he leads the league in rushing. I think it was uh, MJD, Maurice Jones-Drew just released his top 10 backs yesterday on NFL.com, and I believe Dalvin checked in at number three okay. on his top 10 backs for 2021. And I think, like, to that point, if he had been playing all 16 games the last couple of years, I think he'd be pretty widely regarded as number one. And now you might say, well, Christian McCaffrey put up ridiculous numbers a couple of years ago when he was last healthy. Uh, but really, it's like that missed game or two or more, you know, earlier in his career that's the only thing that's preventing him from being regarded as the best running back in the NFL. So Judd's prediction is kind of a parlay. It's he'll stay healthy enough right. to lead the league. Correct. In mm-hmm. rushing next year. Write that down. All right, Dex. All right, my first one. Uh, Kenny Nwangu, the rookie the Vikings drafted this year, will have a kick return touchdown in the preseason or the regular season. Yeah. So I'm going to save myself a little bit. He will have a kick return touchdown. He was a kick returner at uh, Iowa State, I believe. And uh, he will have a kick return touchdown in the preseason or the regular season. Okay. Like where you're going there. Vikings could definitely use could somebody use... to catch a football through the air on a kick. Do, and... All he has to do is run 15 yards, even on a punt, and that would uh, basically be more than what happened last year. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. I mean, literally, literally, if you ran 70 yards on one punt return, it would be more than they racked up all of last season. Think about that. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Write this down. So... I love the match. I made a uh, I made a prediction uh, on Mackie and Judd write that down, that Tony Romo would team up with Phil Mickelson during the next iteration of the match. I'm going to give myself a little more leeway here on the uh, Purple Daily version. Write this down. On the next iteration of the match, one of these five current or former NFL quarterbacks will be involved in some way. Tony Romo, Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, 
Drew Brees, and I don't know if this guy can golf, but he can pretty much do everything else. I'm going to say Pat Mahomes. I think he golfs. All right. I yeah. I and if he doesn't, find anything, he'll pick it up in about three weeks yeah. or three days. He'll figure. He'll figure it out. You know, Adam Thielen is actually a baller a golfer, but I don't think he's yeah. popular enough to be on the match. Hey, when when are we going to get an NBA player? Steph, Steph Curry. Curry did it. Yeah, okay. and Charles Barkley. Yeah, yeah, they did it last year. That's right. Year. That's right. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of NBA players that are, MJ? That are good golfers. Bring back Jordan. Dude, that would be a blast. And he'd be putting up side bets that would Phil and MJ oh. would be putting up side bets that would probably be like two hundred grand per hole or something, right? We would need like I'm you know, Tom Brady's done it twice now, and so I think we're we're kind of Tom Brady'd out. But if if you could bring back either Brady or Manning, like just the football goat. And then bring in Michael Jordan. And you'd need Tiger Woods to come back, but I think his leg is still in shambles. Gonna, so I don't know who don't the other golfer would I'm be. I'm not sure Tiger's come back for anything like that. <laughs> no. But, like, if you had Phil Mickelson, Michael Jordan, and let's say Peyton Manning as the two yeah. athletes. Yes. Who would your other golfer be? Like, who would be able, you know, Bryson DeChambeau was just sort of a unique case and that he's so interesting. But you'd need another personality, a guy who's good enough and has a personality enough to oh. be able to jump in. I don't know, man. I don't know who, like, I don't know who on the tour right now. Like Jordan Spieth, like he's he'd be kind of fun, I guess. But he's Brooks Kepka's too much of a wet paper bag, no personality. I don't know. That's a good. That's a really Dustin good. Johnson has no personality. Is as bland as paper. Yeah, he's not fun at all. Yeah, which is surprising con- considering his uh, partying lifestyle that he had. You'd think well, he'd be fun. You'd be surprised how many he just, just does quiet. drugs and hangs out yeah, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised how many of those people exist. You should go to St. Cloud State sometime. Yeah, that 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 happens. I've been to yeah. the red carpet. We'll stop commenting. Now, speaking of golf, uh, you know, PXG would would <laughs> gladly supply some amazing clubs for oh, okay. not for your partying habits. I was but wondering for, where you're going with that. Yes, for your uh, your golf challenges. So PXG Minneapolis is a golfer's paradise. It's just a spectacular place to try some of these new clubs: the Gen Four clubs, the Zero to Eleven clubs. Uh, summer apparel is here too. So if you just look, let's let's say you're just bad at golf, like me and Declan, but you want to look like you're decent. Me, they can hook you up there with some hats, some lids, some uh, some golf shirts. PXG Minneapolis in Southdale Center. This place is amazing. And check out more at pxg.com/slash/minneapolis. All right, write that down. Uh, where are we at? Are we back to John here? Yes, sir. Here's John's second prediction. Prediction is that Kellen Mond will take a snap during the 2021 regular season and someone besides Kirk Cousins will complete a touchdown pass during the 2021 regular season there. Might be Kellen Mond, might not be, but I do believe that those two things will come true. Parlay, actually. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Ooh, aggressive. So he's, so, he's, aggressive. so he's thinking that the Vikings might try a trick play yep. of some sort. The old Sidney Rice throw oh. pass, which would mean that Zim would take off the gloves a little bit and allow young Coobs to to uh, feel himself, if you know what I mean, or or he would, or or young Coobs would go behind Zim's back and throw a trick play. Oh, he'd be fired. Not approve of, and then there'd be a what was what was that shouting match with the Oilers like thirty years ago? We'd Kevin Gilbride and Buddy Ryan. Yeah, we'd have that kind of situation. They started throwing fists on the sideline. That was great. <laughs> I think Buddy Ryan threw a punch at him after after the fake punt. The wide receiver pass is one of my favorite. Things in the NFL. Well, we've talked about the Sid- Sydney Rice could love had a great arm. A wide receiver pass. Sydney had the arm too. 
I mean, that was it an attractive. That was an attractive ball, if I may say so. It gets me hyped. hyped. It gets me hyped. Like, oh my god, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? I don't. I'm, you I'm don't so know. excited. Don't I agree with Declan here. Yeah, Ra- Randy one. Moss had an arm too. Ra- they yeah. they did. They ran that with Randy Moss a couple times. You know, is it going to be a reverse? Is he going to throw it? Yeah. I don't Write know. it down. You like writing things down. I don't know. I would just like every my entire playbook would be listen. If we throw you the ball or hand you the ball behind the line of scrimmage. You have the option to throw it. Like if you see a tight end just standing over on the other side of the field, just pull the ball down and throw it to him. The thing that, spice this thing up. The thing that that Rice had that I liked though was decisiveness. Because the problem is, lots of times if there's an option, the receiver is so afraid to throw a bad pass that he'll that he'll hesitate a little bit, and then it's lost, yeah. and they Cut take off. Right? Sydney yeah. would just throw it. Yep. And I mean, yeah. he had no fear, man. Arm. No fear. Cut it loose, baby. That's right, babe. All right, Judd. And if it's picked, cut it's picked. it loose here. Yeah, you loose. got the ball now, Judd. Okay. Uh, Delayed game. Your second prediction. Uh, the Gophers football team will lose their season opener to Ohio State and then beat their next three opponents, which okay. are at Purdue versus Nebraska at home versus Maryland at home. At Is it Huntington Bank Stadium now? I think we... That's going to be tough. To, we just yeah. changed the name. Uh, yeah, I think so. But anyway... The Hunt? Are we going to call it The Hunt? No, I, no college the, the kids... Banks. They, they're still calling it the, the bank. bank. They're still calling it. It is a bank that still owns it. PCF yep. just, yeah. So okay, so we can, okay. Yeah. All right. But no, kind of like the not, hunt, though. No, no, not for college kids. That would get that would get goofed up. Are you saying that they would replace the first huh. letter with a different letter? Yes. Is that what you're yes. Interesting. That's my what, beloved my beloved aunt episode from uh, yeah. yes. Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's exactly yes. what I'm saying. The bank is just fine. <laughs> God. All right, Declan, your second prediction. All right, I will. Uh, I'm going to pour a little cold water on this. Larry Fitzgerald will, will remain unsigned and will announce his retirement from football by week one of the NFL season. Okay, you know I'm going to mm. piggyback off this. Write this down because Larry Fitzgerald was part of the match. He he was like testing out his broadcast career yesterday on TNT with the match. And as much as I love me some Larry Fitz on the football field and as a human. He is terrible as a broadcaster. <laughs> really? And so, right. Oh, my God. Like, that's good. Everything was a cliche. He had no energy. And even like some of the wow. guys on the set were ribbing him like, hey, man, like you got a hot mic right now. You can talk. <laughs> um, so I'm going to this is going to be probably the the easiest completion of the season for me. But when the match comes back around again, <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald will not be part of the coverage team. It'll be a one and done. So they got they've had Barkley back. They've had Kevin Frazier back. Kevin Frazier, who by the way, he's very very multi talented. Used to be ESPN. Now I think he does. Doesn't he do like one of those uh, like entertainment shows yeah. on NBC or something? Entertainment. So he's tonight, done right? Sports Center, Entertainment. He does the match, and he also does one of his other main gigs is he does the after show, like the reunion show for Married at First Sight. Okay. On uh, TLC or Lifetime, whatever the hell channel it is. So, I mean, that dude is multi-talented. Larry Fitzgerald, sorry, I don't think your career is in broadcasting. He will not be part of the next uh, broadcast of the match. Write this down. All right. I think I, did I bypass Declan or did we, no. are we go into John's third prediction? You did the right John. thing. You're, you're right. You're right, right cool. in order. Yeah, you're actually you good. It. All right. Um, John's no final prediction. Final prediction. Lastly, third, Kirk Cousins will be ranked in the top four QBs by Pro Football Focus for the 2021 season. And... Phil Mackey will call for a Kirk Cousins extension on Purple Daily or Mackey and Judd before the 2022 league year begins. 
those are my predictions. Um, you know, looking forward to a fun year. Thank you guys for all the content. Uh, shout out to my wife who puts up with my Viking fandom and helped me come up um, with my write that downs as well. Appreciate all your um, fan focused material. Take care, guys. School. Dude, that was, first of all, great predictions. Yes. Just awesome predictions. Um, what's the percentage chance that he's going to be right about those Kirk Cousins things and then me just turning a complete about face and being a Kirk Cousins stan in about six months from now? That was an unnecessary um, attempt at two predictions there, <laughs> right? Like I wouldn't put I, no, I, I like the aggressiveness coming. I mean, this is I coming from you, a guy who has no touchdown passes on the put season. You on, the I listeners are swinging the for the fences. Well, yeah, but one, you know what? Once the predictions start to come off the board, the touchdowns will change. But I just think I think the first part of his, his cousin's prediction has a chance. I think the second part with you calling for an extension has no chance. I mean, listen, you're not going to call for an extension. If I'm trying to think of a scenario in which I there are scenarios in which I would call for an extension. I mean, if the Vikings go to the Super Bowl and Kirk Cousins is a driving force for why they're going to the Super Bowl, then I would probably call for a, a restructuring slash an extension. So I will say that it is it is not impossible. People think that you guys are Kirk haters. Mackie's the number one Kirk hater. No, the mission statement on this show is we want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. Mm-hmm. And I have questions about the current quarterback's ability to rise up against the best teams in the best situations, the brightest lights. If he starts to do some of those things. All right. All right. Maybe John will be correct on that prediction. We'll see. Uh, Judd, your final prediction. Write this down. Carson Wentz will be named the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. The Colts' Carson Wentz will be named the NFL's Comeback Player of the Year. Not a fan. Yeah. I I think he's going to, I think being in Philly, or I think getting out of Philly, going to the Colts, playing for Frank Wright, I think all of those things are going to help him. I don't think he's cooked. Uh, I do think, much like Ben Simmons' problem, when you're playing in Philadelphia and things start to go wrong, people hate your guts and want to kill you. Getting out of Philadelphia helps. So I think Carson Wentz actually comes back with a pretty good year. Yeah, Philadelphia, I mean, I mean, those, those are some of the dumbest fans in America, like throwing full cans of beer at opposing fans and stuff. Like, it would just be really hard. Once those people get down on you, it would be really hard, A, to, like, want to play for them again. Mm-hmm. And you would just get sort of depressed about your life. So write it down. You like writing things down. I can see why this is happening with a couple stars. They in, like in to boo their own players as much or more. They're than, idiots than the opponents. Yeah, no, they're the dumbest fans in America. Philadelphia. We went. I mean, we fought with them during the NFC Championship week, you know, three four years ago. That's saying something because there's a lot of d- dumb fan bases out there. Correct. Yeah, every guy named Angelo east of the Mississippi. Well, they didn't like us. To, there, there's still a piece that that you can find basically mocking my name. Well, like Zol- Zolgad. Yeah, Judd okay. Zolgad right. sounds like, I think they wrote something like, Judd Zolgad sounds like, like a guy that you want to punch in the face. <laughs> well, I think Vikings well, fans might agree sometimes yeah. with that, too. Though, well, then, fairness. you know what I'm doing? I'm bonding. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing together Eagles and Vikings fans. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Declan, your final prediction. Yes, my final one. Uh, Judd Zolgad-related predictions, speaking of the devil. Uh, Judd will rip the Vikings for playing Dakota Dozier in a column or social media vi- video in the first week of training camp. Yes, dude. Very possible. <laughs> and I know Judd now, th- this is great because now Judd will have to either not talk about it for a week, which will oh, yeah, be no, very difficult for no, him not to no, do, or I, I get a that. point out of it. That's so, fine. Yes. So Judd will rip the Vikings for playing Dakota Dozier in a column or social yep. media vehicle video, excuse me, in the first week of training camp. And now I'm not sure it would become, the first week is pretty aggressive, but I mean, two weeks in, if he's still a first teamer, then yeah, it's going to happen. I can, 
and see it being the first team. It's going to happen. Yeah. Like it. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to stick with another Aaron Rodgers prediction here, just for fun here. So Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm I'm already on the record saying he'll. I think he'll get traded. I might have even said the Broncos. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers will either hold out at the beginning of camp or will be on a new team for the beginning of camp. Okay. So he'll, so he'll either be holding out from the Packers or he'll be on a new team at the beginning of camp. And uh, those are the write that down predictions here. Every single week we put our reputations on the line. We're the only show in America. And we do it twice, Mackie and Judd, uh, classic edition as well, that actually keeps track of our predictions. Thanks to Federated for powering this prediction segment. Federated's been around for over 100 years in the state of Minnesota. Uh, there's been some severe weather in and around the last month or so in the Twin Cities. And uh, think about the, the, the different outages and things that can happen that can potentially derail your company, right? Electrical systems, phone systems, computer systems, whatever. Um, Federated provides resources and expertise to help guide you through potential weather-related hurdles during these summer months. So check them out at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. The Meadows at Mystic Lake invites you to play their award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic experience that both beginner and expert golfers will enjoy. The Meadows at Mystic Lake features over 7,000 yards of pristine bent grass fairways, trees and greens surrounded by acres of wildflowers and prairie plants. This oasis, just minutes away from downtown Minneapolis, provides a magical escape to nature. It's never too early to book a tea time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by the Shakopee Midwest. Community. So with training camp is what, three weeks away? We're less than a month away from training camp. Judd Zolgad used to be the lead Vikings beat writer for the Star Tribune. He's been around the block a few times. Oh He's covered a few Vikings camps in his day. Uh, Declan and I have as well, but we we uh, we bow down to the godfather of Vikings coverage, Judd Zolgad here. And uh, every week and maybe even a couple times a week from now until the beginning of camp, we'd love to go back, open up the Vikings training camp vault and sit down in front of the campfire while Sports Dad tells us tales of Vikings training camps past. Uh, and you brought this up. I think it was off mic. You mentioned, or maybe it was briefly like yesterday, mm-hmm. you alluded to Brad Childress's first training camp as Vikings head coach. And we would love for you to revisit that story uh, and just like that camp from 15 years ago. Yeah, that's the crackling sound of a fire. Get, get cozy, kids. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yes. That's nice. Yes. Oh, oh, but I am. My little mar- my actually, marshmallow you know here. It's yes. perfect because it's chilly here today. Ah, it's actually perfect. nice and chilly. Pun, in, pun intended there. It's, oh, it's, God, it's great. It's, yeah, it's in the 60s. It's chilly. We'll talk about chilly. Uh, so, yeah, Tahi, uh, uh, Dugan, uh. So, kids, I'd like to take you back 15 years ago. And before I was the lead. Vikings reporter for the Star Tribune. Lead. I was, I covered the beat as the secondary guy to the then lead guy, Kevin Seifert. And we covered the first Brad Childress training camp together. Hey, when you're the lead Vikings beat writer, like when when Chip worked far underneath you as the secondary (laughs) Vikings beat writer, would you just get to like make him run and get you coffee? Would Chip have to like run all of his paragraphs by you? Like what what sort of power did you wield? Well, actually, I was a very nice guy, and so like I didn't wield that that type of authority or power. It's a good question now in retrospect. I don't know what I could have done. Like I didn't push the limits back then. My ego not as big now. It's enormous. Yes. Um. Yes. You know, I've got the beard now, so I look meaner. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm older. Mm-hmm. No question about that. There's no there's no doubt. Yeah. In fact, the Vikings beat aged me I'm about to say exponentially. Like yeah, I was, I was. A, I've looked back at old photos of myself. I was a, a, I know. a dynamic young personality in this town. You were, and now I'm sort of old and washed up and grumpy all the time. Yep. The fire the now Vikings. sounds like a typewriter. It does. It, Doesn't it's it? Judd. It's actually Judd no, it's from twenty ten. No, it's, 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 it's Chip. Chip. It's Chip. Chip. Pounding away. <laughs> he and Royce hunting pack. Two guys who never learned how to type, and it's the greatest because they're just. It's they a both, sight. Oh, and they both. It's a sight. I've, you yeah. talk about punish the keyboard? Oh, dude. Punch the keys, Jamal. Yeah. Roycey punishes the keyboard, but he's nothing compared to Chip. Yeah. I'm surprised keys don't fly off yeah, Chip's too. keyboard. <laughs> Seriously. So anyway, I'm going to take you back 15 years. 15 years ago, 2006, Brad Childers' first camp, Seifert and I on the beat. And that camp started. Now, this comes a year after Tice, and I'm not joking. Mike Tice's training camp practices were the greatest. Not because they were simple, but like you would get there to the primary field, which was the one closest to the stands in Mankato to watch practice. And we'd be on the sideline. They'd start around 9.15 in the morning. And I'm not joking, you guys. Whatever Mankato's version of KQRS was, was playing loudly in the background. And fans were getting drunk at 9.15. Nice. And, like, cheering on practice. I love it. And Ticey loved it. He'd walk around, you know, let's run that drill again. And, and look, he he had some tough practices, but it was as loosey-goosey as you could possibly get. The fans are blitzed by 10. The, you know... um, some band, our Ario Speedwagon is blaring. You know, Brad Johnson's trying to, Blue 80, Blue it. I can't fight this feeling. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, we get to 2006. And keep in mind, Chili was brought here to bring down the hammer. He was going to show everybody, media, players, fans, that the, these were the new look, tougher, more disciplined for sure. Vikings, including yeah. including not practicing as much in the stand or by the stands because it, Phil, if you recall, there were three fields in Mankato that were practice fields aside from the stadium. So he would use the middle field and far field a lot to like I don't know work on plays. He didn't want people to see. I don't even know. Anyway, day one of training camp, it's pouring rain. I don't mean raining. I mean pouring rain. We're out there with umbrellas and ordinarily they'd go inside practice in a gym like do a walkthrough stuff not chilly they want a day one of training camp practice pouring and chili's got them out there barking at them and running them through drills and i mean these guys so it's oh six so it's not now it's not a club med i mean now guys would <laughs> would be like what are we doing but it it was eye-opening and this began this began a litany, a, a streak of practices. And I would like to read you a couple paragraphs from what Seifert wrote back then. Because wow. I found these today to jog my memory of the brutalness of this practice. Because I remember we were about we were about a week and a half in, and I was talking to Kevin. I'm like, this is like highly unusual, right? Because I, I'd covered the Packers the previous training camp, and they practiced, but not like this. Um, so this came out. Sunday, August 6th, 2006, Star Tribune. Seifert wrote, The first week of Coach Brad Childers' inaugural Vikings training camp has registered as the most physically demanding in recent team history. 
featuring more live hitting and consecutive days of full pads than some prominent players have ever experienced. And then here's the second graph. So this is August 6th. Think about this now. The Vikings have practiced in full pads once a day since August 1st. Full pads, which means contact. Childress has paired each with a second daily practice in shells or shorts. They are not scheduled for a lighter day until that coming Sunday. So we're talking Sunday to Sunday, and you've already gone five days full tilt. The day before their their preseason opener against Oakland, and do not have a day off until August 15th. <laughs> if Childress, hey, they, they, they they started four and two that year. They did, but if uh, yeah, would you? I wonder why they faded out down the stretch. If Childress sticks to this schedule, players will take part in twelve consecutive days of full pads practices. Wow. Okay, think about that compared to today, where, where the day training camp starts. There's now a workup period to even put pads on. Like yeah, the they certainly they, they don't go pads like back to back days anymore. Even do they? No, hell no. And and I mean, mm-hmm. this is Zim who would probably love to. But he had them hitting every single day. And I'm talking like hitting to the ground. I'm talking tackling. He basically was trying to find out what they would look like in sort of pseudo game conditions. Man. This is 15 years ago. It reads like it's from 35 years ago. So he came out of the gate and his whole thing, Chili, was I'm going to establish my presence as an NFL head coach my dominance as an NFL head coach. Football. Started off hot, 4-2. and two, Then they got waxed by the Patriots on Halloween. And uh, that was pretty much the end of that season, if I recall. Yes. Uh, and then he had, a bunch of, he had a bunch of patching up to do because the players mostly hated him or thought he was weird. And that was a thing that continued throughout his entire four-plus years. They all thought he was weird. So he was the first guy that I remember. And I don't think we used the term at the time. But he was the first coach that I've covered that I remember lost the press conference. His introductory presser was a mess to the point of where where Bud Grant, who was who was among the dignitaries uh, at the front table for the Vikings, had to tell Childers to get closer to the microphone. Oh my! So God. Bud's like, get yeah. closer. Like Bud barks this out is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, I actually so backstory to him being hired. He came in and and took the job, and then he left, did the press conference, and left and went back to Philly to clean stuff up and move, I think. And at some point in time, I got tipped off. He was firing assistant coaches, like, left and right, which is not shocking. But, like, it was like this guy was gone, then this guy was gone, then this guy was gone. So I, I had a cell phone for him. So I called him, and I'm like, Brad, Judd's all get Star Tribune. You know, I'd like to talk to you about this. You're, you're Changes because it's worth reporting if he's going to fire a bunch mm-hmm. of coaches. And it's not like they announced that, you know, hey, we've fired all these guys. And Brad says, Brad says to me something like, we'll take care of this problem, meaning me, when I get back to town. Wait. He, he said something like, Wait. I don't appreciate you calling me at home or on my cell phone. The media has ha- had it because they were they convinced him that Tice like allowed us to wander around the building and well, like, he did though right I mean, with us I mean Tice nope. would like walk around the practice fields with well, Tice media and do well Tice would but they thought like we were wandering around which we weren't Ty- mm-hmm. they they thought that that like 
the Phil Mackeys and Zolgads and Seiferts were like all, you know, like in the weight room one day and in the administrative. Yeah, well, I was in Tice's hot tub about three days yeah. a week back in college. But so you know, Brad tells me we'll take care of this problem when I when I get back. And I'm like, oh, OK, dude, whatever. Uh, but I mean, this is how he thought he was going to crack like down. Threatening on to kill you is that? That's how I interpret it. We'll, <laughs> he thought we'll he, take care of this he, problem. He thought he was, sleep with one eye open. Yeah, exactly. And he thought he was going to crack down on all of, of this stuff. But his biggest mistake, of course, that year was the still ridiculous decision to cut Marcus Robinson on Christmas Eve, which is yeah. still one of the worst moves I've ever seen made. And talk about not understanding where you're coaching. Like in Philadelphia, that probably flies, right? A oh, hard ass. This is great. In Minnesota. I love it. I love it. I love the. I love the look back at Chili Whistle. We'll 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 mix in more of these here. These uh, camp sessions with sports dad Judd Zulgad. I've got some stories too from covering that beat for three or four years. Oh, the far the Farve day is still the best. The 2010 the where hot, he was coming back. The hot Farve day, the, yes. There's fake fake Farve yep. was roaming around Mankato. We should so. do that next. We'll uh, we'll definitely yeah we'll definitely do some of those sprinkled in next week again. So thanks for hanging out with us. Daily Vikings Entertainment here on Purple Daily. Please click the subscribe button on our YouTube channel, and uh, we promise to deliver you as ugly as uh, we may be on your big screen TVs. Daily Vikings Entertainment in video form. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey kids, how's the water? It's full of weeds. I can't move my legs. Uh, your arms are free, right? Yeah. yeah. Wave them around. It's fun. You kidding me? This can't be happening. This is Jamie from the Aquaside Company. Clear your water completely. Destroy weeds, algae, and the muck that's preventing you from enjoying your waterfront property. We know your time in the water is precious. We're the Aquaside Company. Call 800-328-9350 or visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required.